Hello, one and all, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. Dungeons and Dragons, the way your mom used to make it. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're happy to be here, and it's time for us to continue our adventure. But before we do, we have a few things we'd like to take care of. Number one, a reminder to join us as a pod person, a patron of dungeons. Go over to therewillbedungeons.com and click on our support system. There's amazing levels in there, and check this out. I haven't shown these guys yet, but I'll show the people at home. Uh, on camera here if I can get the camera right. All right, here we go. This is an example of the monthly artwork card you get. It is in the shape of a D20. That side of it is printed with our logo. There will be dungeons. This side, <laughs> unique artwork every month from me. Can, can they see it Oh, right sorry. Now? Yeah, like they can. <laughs> sorry. You guys are on a different camera. So oh, this, okay. So here's your camera view of it. Uh, All it's right. also really Great. bright. Sorry, it's so bright. Um, but there's the art. These are high quality, printed in a D20 shape, and the only way you get these unique pieces is by subscribing to that system. Again, over at therewillbedungeons.com. Uh, I got a few samples of these, so I'm going to ship them out to you guys so you guys can uh, see how these turned out. But uh, each and every month, something rad in the mail to uh, listeners and viewers of the show who support us over at therewillbedungeons.com. We also like to read and eat. Oh, sorry, Bo. You going to say something? I was say they look beautiful. Yeah, they turned out really nice. High quality stock, glossy. Uh, what other word can I use to describe these? Uh, colorful, s- smooth, colorful. Yeah. Uh, topical. This one even tells you uh, TD, uh, TWBD episode number nine, the gibbering mouther, which is what the art is on the side. Or I'll show you guys and then show them again. <laughs> so anyway, it's really good, and uh, you're gonna want those. Now, let's actually. These are more like D10s, I think. No, no, that's the D twenty. The D twenty. It's just it's a D twenty like sitting on a tabletop from an angle. Because oh right, right. You didn't draw the D twenty lines on the over the actual artwork. No, that'd be terrible. That would look dumb. Uh, but yeah, they turned out really great. I have some uncut sheets of these over here. It's like a little memorabilia. I'm gonna hang them on the wall for our first ever. You're gonna want to get your hands on these. And next month is already in the in the works. And let's just say a stinky little goblin might make an appearance. Mmm. Okay. Uh, also, we read emails at the top of the show, and I'm going to do that now. This is an email from a listener uh, who sent this in, and their name is Tyler. And he says this, My six-year-old has a bad habit of grabbing his crotch all the time. <laughs> this happens a lot with that age group. Um, all <laughs> Right, with that age group. Like, well, you don't do that. Well, <laughs> never grow out of it. Never grow up, yeah. Let's, let's put it this way. They're a little less worried in mixed company whether they're grabbing it or not at that age but anyway says all the time uh, this is happening so I took a cue from TWBD and told him every time or every time he does this I say lemon tree and it means hands off my other two kids have no idea what it means and started coming up with their own code words for stuff they do thanks for the inspiration Tyler so his new word when one of his kids grabs their crotch is to yell lemon tree at them (laughs) and that's amazing I would think lemon tree would mean hands on. It's more of a go word and less of a stop word, but they, so they might confuse them in the long run. Just, yeah. just throw that. If out they there. ever listen to the show, they're not. This is going to make no sense to them. So, well done in your parenting. But uh, we love that email, cool. and we'd take any more that came our way. If you'd like to send them to us, go to therewillbedungeons.com and hit the contact link, and send that forthwith. Okay. Oh, and real quick, tea. Bo, what tea are you drinking there, buddy? It's the Tea Club. Tea Club Corner. Remember, phoenixpearltea.com. You can buy official There Will Be Dungeons teas every week. I'm mostly trying a new one. This week, I finally tried Pixie Blush. It's my favorite. 
That's hopefully what's... I am not high during this entire episode. Here's what it looks like. It looks oops, that's a big thing. Here, hold it up again. You make it with milk and it looks like a spinachy green drink. Yeah, it's kind of greenish. It kind of looks like you're um, drinking some kind of Icarus fluid from an alchemist's like lab. Yeah. But it actually is very tasty. Yeah. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Although you do make it with milk. So if milk's not a thing you can handle, I have lactose-free milk, so I should be okay. Yep. Um, but it is quite delicious. You can do it with, um, I have the same thing in this little cup here. It's my favorite mm-hmm. of the teas. It's the one I've really zeroed in on, and I have it all the time now. And I use almond milk as an alternative, and it works great. Can't tell the ah, difference. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so it's like, it says mixed berry sweet, but then macta, ma- matcha? Matcha. <laughs> Is it matcha? Yeah, matcha, matcha green tea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's green tea, which is good because it's caffeinated, but it also has the berry bit, which you don't usually get with the green, you know, or black tea. So it's mixed in. Yeah, you get a little, blue, I, you get a little hint good. of a little hint of blueberry in there, and it's fan freaking fantastic. So do check that out at phoenixpearltea.com/twbd. You'll find links on our site. All right, the tradition goes like this: when we're about to do a new episode, we take a look back at the previous one, and we do it with the help of Kristen. Kristen, take it away. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, a pleased principal promised peace. The railway was to be raised and embassies erected. A four absconding, the principal propositioned Stanley a prize, a gem to jar Diantalis. Stanley stood, allowing the Archfey to finally abandon his anatomy. Good grit, bad bail, only time would tell. The group then gathered at the Golden Sands, but before beating it to Varel's bailiwick, the slaves of Dusthill stepped in. The principal's promise proved. Replete reunions resounded, but it was Talia's tongue that treated Eminil to trouble. Wasting no more words, Varel moved with Diptap to mount the mean raptor meant for a monarch. The non-fringed friends filled the fate four. Off they went, breaking only when a buzz of burly bugs beset their bulk. Hunkering inside of a magical manner, they paused peacefully. Daybreak dawning, they left for the lizard folk locale, where they were led to the leader's lodge where he lounged, a leader labeled Orp. Now rejoin our heroes as Nash and Varel decide how to deal with their own culmination of collateral confusion. How will Nash and Varel get out of this mess? Will Stanley choose Talia or Eminil? And what is the most popular ship to set sail from the gates of Tietkala? Stay tuned for today's adventure in the wide world of The Wastes. Excellent recap as always. Bo, take it away. The four of you, along with Diptak, stand in a, in a great cave in Razak Val. Before you, 40 to 60 feet tall, hunched over sitting, is a cyclops named Orp. You've just learned he's become leader of the lizard folk of Razak Val. He has a chain of men most of them unconscious or dead, strapped to his belt, maybe about 13 or 14 bodies. And there are guards in the room and attendants, as well as torches and fiery... Is it is it braziers or braziers? Braziers, or the, isn't it? Braziers. Braziers. Brazier crane. Braziers is that web, the porn website where people do it in vans and stuff. Isn't it? But we can get him to say it. Braziers. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, you're in a room. This is what's happening. You've just met Orp. Uh, 
Orp is looking at you uh, somewhat concerned because Vorel just issued a challenge to him, and Orp has refused, naming the, today a new holiday whereby everyone would feast. Okay. Oh, so that has transpired. So Orp is aware that I am here for a challenge. Well, you've, yes, Orp is aware that you've challenged him to a duel, but he has, at the end of last week's episode, he has refused. He's like, I won't fight you. We're friends. Now tell me, Vorel, you and Nash, you've brought some new people. I don't know. Have I met them? Who's that purple one? The purple one? Who's the purple one? <laughs> this is Scott asking. I don't know who yeah. the purple one is. Uh, Hope, Hope has purple skin. Oh, Hope is purple. Oh, red skin. She's got purple hair, so that works. Oh, yeah, that'll okay. work. Didn't you yeah, meet... Who's the purpley ready one? Didn't you... Didn't Hope, didn't you meet him when... Uh, when I got intimate with his nethers? Weren't you there? Was, was that just... <laughs> I don't know who was there. Uh, it's, I believe Stanley and I, we were away. You were in his nethers? It's a long story, yeah, you but... You weren't there. I remember that. She wasn't there? Okay. It's a long story, but Orp and I have, have a very intimate history. I'll leave it at that for now. What? It looks like you're confused as you say that. Intimate? Don't worry about it, big guy. You were down at the time. It's, it's okay. Everything's fine. It's good to see you again, I guess. It's good to see you too, Dash. Now, and what? So what? What's her name? Her name is Hope. Oh, his name. His name. I'm sorry. Her. Well, her name is Hope. And oh, I, it is a girl. It is a girl. Yes. Oh, and there's other girl with you. What's her name? Who else is with? Oh, is no, that's Stanley. He's a he's a man. Nice to meet you, Madame Stanley. Well, he's not a man. He's a he's an elf, half elf. Elf. You are you familiar with elves, Orp? His one eye blinks and goes, "Nope." You're not familiar with them, or are you just saying you don't like them? I don't know what an elf is. Well, he is he's friendly like us. He's one of he's one of our friends. Varel and I are very close to these two. They're not Does here. He they're not here to Does harm he you. Does he know magic tricks? He does. I like magic. I turned to Stanley. Stanley, I totally forgot to tell you this, but he loves magic tricks. It's kind I of know how he likes. But magic I don't tricks. like. I was there, Nash. Oh wait, I thought you weren't there. No, I watched you go into the dock below. I've. I watched him fall. I did little magic tricks for him. I even convinced him we were friends. Mm. Well, I don't know why he doesn't remember you. Well, I don't either, but... It's probably because you don't have the mustache anymore. Oh, yeah, you shaved. Stanley does look a lot different. Yeah. And you dress better now, too. But also, I have a fuzzy memory of this time. Because, as you know, there was... uh, I don't know. We were coming out of a pretty wacky uh, uh, experience with, let's say, some hallucinogenics, and I wasn't really myself for a, a while there, so I can't really 
remember any of this, but the main point here, Orp, is we're all your friends. No one's here to hurt you or harm you. And it seems like you've done okay for yourself, big guy. If we're friends, then why did Borel say he wants to fight me? I'm not I'd going like, to fight my friends. I'd like to do a perception investigation check onto what all the attendants, the general feel the room. Are they all like, oh my god, what? please release me from this mortal coil. Is this the sure. most awful thing right. they've ever wanted? Yeah, do it. Oh. 19. The feeling in the room, as you can read the lizard folk a little better, or much better than your companions, is that there is fear and tension. You're entirely uncertain if this is a good or bad thing, considering that a good ruler should inspire some fear based on the strength. However, um, you notice some very visible cringing sometimes when Orp talks. Do I notice anything about where Orp may have gotten his snack humans? Their garb, any insignias? They look like uh, wasteland uh, wasteland folk. Nothing from any township or anything militaristic that you might identify or know. Or, or Most of them are in rags or like you know, uh, dungarees and a and a jacket or tank top. Nothing distinguishing about them. They've likely been disarmed and and had their belongings taken from them before becoming shackled to his belt. Are they only human? They're human. Okay. Born to make mistakes. <laughs> Come on, you guys know the song. They're only human. Yeah, we do. Okay. We, do. Yeah. we got you. We got it. We, we, we <laughs> like it. I, I just I didn't want to. I don't know why. I no, just... it's fine. It's totally fine. Born to make mistakes. <laughs> That's what you wanted. Yeah, thank you. Complete, completely satiated now. We have done that. I will round on Diptac a little bit while talking to Orp and say... This one here informed me that this kingdom of lizards was under siege, beset by a, and I'll look him right in the eye, foul king. <laughs> so, Ziptek looks at, look, looks at you and says, Yes, this, this one is a perversion of lizard folk leadership and must be removed immediately. Do you not see the looks in your brethren's faces? They are embarrassed and shamed to serve a, f a giant fleshling who can beat them. Shamed but not drawn to action? Who can beat such a man of many who can touch the sky so quick easily? It would take a great warrior. And you have promised this to me. While the great tribes and clans will not act... I trust that you, Vorel, will fulfill your destiny and face him. And this destiny may only be acquired by single combat. Yes, it is called a scaling. You issue your challenge to the Great Fang and become the Great Fang should you win in this contest. Thus it has been since the founding of Rezekfal. You were unknown here. But I know you, for you have bested me in combat. The truth of you is known to me. 
Now you must show this one. This orb. And since you're speaking in Draconic, Orp doesn't seem to understand what you're saying. He's kind of blinking and looking back at you, going, tick, 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 <laughs> Going like what now? Well, just like whatever. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, 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 you sort of pick up that Orp doesn't understand what you're saying as you speak in Draconic to one another. I thought he became a clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will turn back to Orp then. Orp? How many manzas do you eat per day? Um, well, let's say I, I had one, two, seven, five for breakfast. And I don't know, I think I had, um, I had two and four and 19 for after breakfast. That's a big number. I think it might be 300. Right. <laughs> uh, who is the man supplier here? Uh, in Draconic to the lizard folk or yes. in common to or rank of the purple lands whom you previously uh, spoke with and is somewhat of an announcer here says the Valkeeper and the hunters who bring back game uh, some of them have been issued special instruction to find mans for the great fang he has special dietary requirements Orp will you ever eat anything other than mans um, I sure hope not. I like mans, especially a paradise of mans. It's my favorite kind of paradise. I will turn to hope and say, I fear rulership doesn't suit me. Pharrell. <laughs> and I'll look over at Stanley and Nash and look back at Pharrell. You speak so highly of yourself, not backing down from challenges, carrying on the pride of the lizard folk, and you would let him stay here. They have built a society in order to supply him mans. This is foolish. Burrell, you clearly are the only one who could possibly stop him. And then you could take the throne, and you'd rule this entire place. What would your eyeballs say if you didn't fight, right? Doesn't that thing care about your, your honor? This is not about my honor. This is about taking over a ridiculous society that doesn't even understand the basics of destroying one that eats man's. Varel, they need your help. They, they clearly can't break tradition themselves, and sometimes it's up to you to break the traditions for them. then our first tradition break should be to attack them all together. And I'll say that under my breath, a bit lower. <laughs> that, his eyeballs blink. He goes, Whoa! Well, I didn't hear that! What did you say? Orp. 
You are my friend. I treasure our friendship. But I am afraid that your dietary needs are against the goodwill of our human brethren. What? <laughs> you have to be put down, Orp. Put you couldn't stay down. in your home. What does that mean, put down? You don't have me picked up. Your home was to be... <laughs> no, you listen to me. I'm the leader here. And if you don't have something picked up, then you can't put it down. So says the Great Fang, Orp. Where is this to be done? I say to Diptak. Well, the scaling takes place in the Rezagdor. I see. Typically, some time is waited before the combat starts for an audience to gather. A day, perhaps. Friends. This is all insane. It is, but we can't let somebody like this keep running around. That's a lot of people, even if he's got his numbers wrong, that he's killing on a daily basis. And what Not happens? to mention the uh, ill will it's going to give your folk if they're constantly running off with humans. And remember, the only reason we sent him off in this direction... Well, the direction we meant to send him in. He got here somehow anyway. But the only reason we did that was to act as a diversion, to keep him away from our people and others, to keep him from eating everything in sight. And now he set up camp and made a permanent cafeteria to himself. This was not part of the deal. I assume you're saying it's in Draconic? Yes. I'm trying to hide so this. Or Orp's looking at you. You can clearly hear that you're speaking to each other, but... What are you speaking... This is, uh, this is called friendship language, and even though you're our friend, we're deciding whether you're allowed to hear it or not. I tell him in common. <laughs> I think that broke my brain, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is uh, lie to Orp. Deception roll, please, for that BS. I do like lying to Orp, I have to admit. It's fun. Uh, that would be... You said deception? <laughs> it's friendship language. Plus four. I have a good bonus to deception. You might not like this. Okay. I'm impartial. <clears throat> or may not be. 17. Okay. Well, I thought, why don't I know friendship language if I'm friends with you? Well, I'm trying to talk them into it right now, Orp. So that's, I need you to just give me a minute, okay? And then I'll let you know what the, what the result is. Okay. All right, you just chill out up there and think about all the mans you're going to eat. Just just give us a minute. <laughs> I turn back I'll around say. and go, we need to decide something fast. Because he is either going to... This is either a giant fight or we leave. And I think if we leave, we're, we're, we're signing the death warrants of thousands. If we fight, we're looking at a really hard fight. And he'll run out of people around here, and then he'll have to expand the search, and they'll probably reach my kingdom. Yeah. I mean, that... I don't know if there are more like him. If this is truly the only of his kind, perhaps. 
we deal with it and we're done. I'm a little concerned about, you know, there make there could be others. In theory, there's a whole, you know, society of these things eating man's wherever they go. Society. Yeah, I know. It sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but it is a kind of society, I would suppose. A society where. They sit around eating people. And so I guess the question is then how do we do this honorably? If he's worth, if we could argue that he's worth four of us, there could be us against him. And well, it how, how, how loyal are these, are these others, Varel, in your estimation? How loyal will they be to him? He is their de facto leader currently. Will they all turn on us or will they see this as signal and and help us take him down. Are you speaking in Draconic? Yes. I hope that my people would make more sense than the tieflings. <laughs> However, <laughs> they are willing to support Orp. They are unwilling to do what is necessary to change their situation. I find them to be illogical Ridiculous and beyond helping. Diptak looks at you concerned and says, "You have been away, brother, from the kind of uh, the kinds of lizard folk. A scaling must be done through single combat. There would be no honor in a scaling if not for any of us to ascend. You must face the leader on your own. It is our way." Your scaling would cost 19 man's lives until... This is a feast alone. 19 would not be enough for this beast. Your scaling, your traditions would cost the lives of some 40, 50 humans this day? It would be a great dishonor, and in breaking with tradition, to have not made him the, the Great Fang. If a scaling occurs and the new Great Fang is denied because it is unpopular, then what is the point of any Great Fang? The Great Fang is chosen by the Council of Twelve to lead through the virtue of combat to the Great Hunt. Strength makes right. All else is wanting. You doubt yourself? You promised this, that our destinies would be entwined, that you would lead the sons of the Golden Lands to great glory by virtue of your strength. And now you see your foe, and you shake in your scales. I would attack him here and now if your tradition allowed it. But your stories, your sense of honor, costs more lives. It is less honorable than the action. Your honor lacks honor. <laughs> How dare you, Borel? You I insult, dare. You offend me. I will, and I will continue to do so. Then you refuse to issue your challenge to Orp. My challenge is already made. I will fight him here and now, and save the lives of those that I have come to save. However, your feast, your council of twelve, is 
foolhardy. You would speak of the gods in this manner. I have met no god I cannot punch. <laughs> <laughs> the Council of Twelve are not uh, mortals here on this planet. The Council of Twelve rule amongst the stars. They guide us and give us their blessing and their favor or their judgment. Uh, Nash will you roll. You would profane against the Council of Twelve. Nash's eyes roll super hard at this. More fanatics, he thinks to himself. And he wanders slightly to the other direction, not looking at Diptak. Make clear your intent again to this orp, this fraud. And let us rule Razak Val, and we will make the decisions as to what is and what is not. You cannot ask the kingdom to know your will before you have made your will real in this world. You speak like a child. I'm debating whether I attack Dip Tax. <laughs> <laughs> Had a feeling. Uh, he's just the hard advisor who's trying, you know, he's the scarred old advisor who's seen 50 wars. Just trying to raise a good leader. Tell me, Diptak. don't headbutt him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, Diptak. What would happen if the Fang were to fall right now? The Fang could fall any time. And if you wish to challenge him here, now you could. But it would be better in front of all of Razagfal. All right, did you, you issued your challenge to him last week, I guess. I may mean, have that wrong. I don't remember exactly. To Orp? Yeah. I think there was a formal announcement that I was here to challenge, but I never mm. said it. That was announced upon our entering, and then there was the whole, it's my friends, and it went from there. Okay, so then the status is you haven't officially issued a challenge, so you're right. not. Yeah. Okay. Right. Diptak, let's say I become Fang. What will be needed of me? Uh, you would lead your people. We would not. This question is in the wrong direction. It would be, what would we do for you? What do you need? I cannot stay here. The Great Fang decides the fate of our people. Very well. Orp. I challenge you for the right of Fang. I must free my people. Well, I don't want to fight a friend. Your challenge is refused. Let's not be, let's be friends. Do you want to go and play? Or if I desire nothing greater than play and your friendship. <laughs> However, you have perverted this kingdom. Where is your mates? How will you survive here? I don't know. They bring me mans and I don't kill them. It is not sustainable, Orp. What's a sustainable? It won't feel <laughs> good with time. 
I don't know. I've been eating men's for a month. And I feel great. I've never been stronger. A month. Uh, I will... Does anyone... When we've been talking in common, do the other lizard folk in the room acknowledge what's going on? Or are they kind of like, oh, language? Um, no, they seem to know what's transpiring. Uh, in particular, Rank, the sort of the, the, the leader of the, the Val Keepers in the room, has been following along in common. Okay, then I will step forward out of the group and address the whole room. One month of mans at 19 a day. You are all murderers. I'm surprised you're not at war with the human kingdoms. Drink looks up to you and speaks up and says, It does not murder to hunt what the Great Fang deems prey. However, your challenge, while in a lesser tongue, has been noted. I speak some common. I heard you issue the scaling. Let it be known that Vorel Rasvim Kurek has issued a scaling to Great Fang Orp, the seeing. But I don't want to fight my friend. I don't have to fight him. I'm the king. The king makes the rules, and my rules is Vorel's my friend. Vorel, the rule, the law is you're my friend. Diptak steps forward to your side now and says, in very broken common, My king has said he will kill you. This lizard is my king. You will die tomorrow. <laughs> Orp looks at him and goes, No, I won't. And he takes his hand up and he rolls an attack roll against Diptak. It's a natural 20. Oh, my lord. Ooh. And his fist comes up and comes right down. <laughs> Lands right on top. And you've seen this sight before, back when Sheriff Randy Clementine got squashed. Attack oh. disappears under the fist. And when the fist comes up, an accordion-like Diptak, broken bones and scales, having died instantly, falls from his orp's hand, and he goes, Noisy, rude, rude friend of yours. I'm your friend, or, uh, Voril. Now, this business has been unpleasant. Let's talk about things I like. You hear a voice from the back of the room and goes, <clears throat> Now, 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 Orp. Let's not lose our temper. And you turn around and you see a lizard folk, short, three feet tall, red and black flecked. He's walking with a retinue of guards of a similar scale color into the room. <laughs> Your friend uh, here of Vorel of the Kurek clan has issued you a challenge, Orp. And you can't, you don't get to behave like a baby when such things happen. Don't lose your temper. I'm sorry, but he's my friend and people keep trying to make me not king, but I'm king. Now even my friend Varel says he wants to beat me. And the, the little, the small, tiny lizard folk walks up and says, that's just how it will have to be. Why don't you chew on one of your mans there and let me talk to Varel. 
He's got like a half a man up there. He's just eating on throughout the day. Yeah, well, he reaches and so Orp reaches onto his belt, sort of huffs down back in the corner, and like you know, depressed eating like ice cream. He just takes the guy. And he's like, <laughs> now the short lizard folk, standing three feet tall, steps forward, looks up to you, and says, "Forel," and his accent is eloquent. I am Mirian. I am of the clan Fengar, and I serve as an advisor to our great Fang Orp the Seeing. I've heard much about you, mostly from Diptak, threatening to finally bring you to our fine city. It is a pleasure to finally meet you. So the plot thickens. An evil vizier now. Oh no, I assure you, I'm I'm not evil at all. Whispering in Orp's ears, so that you may keep the stupid king going and have Orp. your will imposed on the tradition-basking folk of this city. You are an astute observant. Yes, I do have the ear of Orp. Um, one must keep a wild beast in check. It's a job someone must do. After all, his great fang, he is quite strong, but lacks discretion in matters of statecraft. Are my friends thirsty? I find this whole situation rather frustrating. I could, sure could use a sugary concoction. If you are thirsty, we have set up a feast for your arrival. Orp was right in his wisdom. It is a good day for a holiday, and I would invite you and your friends to sup with the great houses and clans. While, while he's saying this, I'm gonna return to the Jedi. Bump, look at Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Hope's gonna look at the little advisor and uh, as graciously as she can with the lessons she's taken these past three months, uh, thank you very much for your hospitality. We all appreciate it. Uh, but I do have a question. As you can see, three of us here, and of course, uh, Varel is a little stranger as well when it comes to your culture. Is there anything we should watch out for that would result in us being kicked out of the city, uh, potentially offending you in some manner that could not be rectified. This is a good question. Good question. Uh, sorry, your name? Um, Hope, and then I'll motion to Stanley and Nash to introduce themselves. Okay. Stanley to meet walk, you, Hope. walks forward looking very confused at Varel, because this is certainly not what he expected to see. Vorel, I thought your people were a little more direct than this. I agree. Well, what language did you say that in? Uh, common. Okay. You hear Orb sort of chewing, he goes, Dumb wrecked. <laughs> uh, All right, my. 
My eyes go over to Nash for the next part of my Luke Skywalker tour of eyeballs here as I stand on the edge of the Sarlacc pick. And you are? Nash. The the, the small lizard folk walks up to you with a hand extended. To me? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to extend my hand. I'm going to keep my arms folded and say, Nash Magard of the Solar Mines. Well, it is my pleasure to make all of your acquaintances. Welcome to Razek Val. Even now, the attendants at the cave Fengar are preparing a feast and welcome for your arrival. Why are you so small? Compared to the rest of the lizard people, I mean. You're just this tiny thing compared to them. And um, you see, uh, you hear Orp go, Marion! Marion the Morsel! They call him the Morsel! And Marion looks over at Orp, and then he looks back to you, and he says, I'm Marion of the House Fengar, or Clan Fengar, whichever nomenclature you prefer. Some call me the Morsel. And truth be told, I was born this way. I didn't become small, I remained small. And while in most families here, in Razak Val and out in the wastes, they probably would mercy kill someone so small. My father was Great Feng before Orp. And it would bring him greater shame to kill me than to simply endure the embarrassment of my existence. However, there are many ways to make oneself useful among lizard folk, but only one way to gain true respect among them, which would be through strength. But there are many ways to be strong, for sure. What happened, to your, what happened to your father? My father was killed in a scaling. He issued a challenge to Orp the Seeing, of single combat. I might have suggested to him that he was getting old, and the older a great feng gets, the more likely it is for someone to best them in a scaling. I thought it best that he use this opportunity to challenge Orp for scaling. Should he win, he would go down in legend. Should he fail, well, Orp did not belong to a clan. So we could adopt him into Clan Fengar, and Fengar could remain the ruling clan of Resekval. You're okay with this arrangement, where he just eats people? Great Fengs are not known to be nice or polite. They are all savages. It takes strength to lead the lizard folk. And as I said, there's only one way to earn respect in our culture, and that is through strength. We value wisdom, but not in our leaders. But if you would come back to our our cave, our great cave, you could rest your feet. We would uh, like to bring a lot of people who are interested in meeting Vorel, the great Vorel, uh, we have heard much about 
him through Diptak, who has been pestering us with his coming for some time now. I f- uh, flash a look at Varel, sensing there's quite a bit of tension here because I feel like Varel's about to... We know him enough to know, or at least I know him enough to know that he looks like he's about to pop off. He's just staring at Smash Diptak on the ground while people talk about him. As you, <laughs> so right as you stare, as you stare at the lizard folk attendants come out and you know with a slab, and they pick up the remains of his corpse and start moving it onto the slab, and begin walking off with it. Forel. Would you come to Cave Fenga with your companions and meet the nobles of the various clans of relevance here in Razakval? We would like for you to have a nice evening before tomorrow when you would face Orp the Seeing I, in a scaling. It would also give us time to talk and catch up. We've been on a very long journey to get here, right? No doubt. No doubt. You've traveled far. There's no need to Fight right away. Recover your strength. Gather your wits about you. Train if you must. We wouldn't want to offend anyone accidentally. As I said before, we don't know truly what the customs are quite yet. Well, um, we could take the time to explain how society uh, tends to work around here. Uh, I would not worry about offending anyone so long as you aren't insulting them directly and, and... uh, suggesting that their strength is is lacking or weak. That really is the quickest way to get into a fight around here. Hope on that and just stare hard at Varel. Hooraying. <laughs> Varel's brain is chugging. You can see the smoke coming from his ears. He is... You have questions, Varel. I, I can answer them for you. Perhaps a break is in order, for the scaling is tomorrow. You do wish to fight Orb, don't you? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the eye dies a little inside. <laughs> you, you, seem, you, seem, you seemed certain, and now you do not seem so certain. I expected to find a city of Plenty of feasting, of lizard folk, of humping, of eggs. I've not seen a single egg since I arrived here. You've been brought straight to the to the Great Fangs Hall. There are 478 tribes in, in Razakval. You've been here all of 20 minutes, yes? Come, meet the people of Razakval. Hope will be nodding yes against Varel's head shaking now. <laughs> Decide if this is something you truly wish. Orp, if Orp had his way, he would tell you there would be no scaling and you would remain his, uh, his toy for a while. Many have tried to defeat him but have failed. But if you wish to rescind your claim, you can. Although I would not expect much respect from 
The people of Razagval, once word gets around that you issued a challenge and then took it back. But our great Fang would probably not hold you to it. He is unaccustomed to our traditions. I see. So, to our cave, uh, to our cave, then we could tell you more about this great city and the wonders herein. It's your call, Varel. Yes, Varel. You decide whether or not we go on a fun adventure of negotiation. Please show us the differences in your people's customs to our own. <laughs> Hope's just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> this whole world beset by madness. <laughs> Are we all so weak that we cling together in factions, in negotiations? I find myself here ready to peel the citrus. You don't need... My permission for that. We're in your territory now, Varel. You handle it however you see fit. But I mean, technically, Orp's still the king, so... Uh, Mirian looks at you and says, Great Fang. We, we refer to our leader as the Great Fang. Uh, pardon me, uh, technically, Orp's, I guess, still the Great Fang, so it's his territory. <laughs> I have to say, I'm a bit disappointed with everything I'm seeing here today. I expected, after talking to Varel, to see some proud, noble lizard culture, bunch of warriors ready to fight, ready to go out and lay siege, and not have to deal with the trivialities that all of us get hung up on. I even asked Varel, what should we do? And he said, Well, Stanley, you show them... Uh, direct action, and you tell them what to do, and if anybody gets in your face, you just hit them. They respect strength. And here you all are, sitting around, negotiating, meeting great houses, and cowering before a creature that doesn't even want to participate in your own rituals. Who are you saying this to? Uh, Varel and Mirian. What you said there is quite offensive. Be glad it's only me and Varel that heard it, and not some of the other lizards. Stanley's gonna headbutt Mirian. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> Can you? He stands three feet tall, and you're six feet tall? How do you... I That's... get down I'm and... gonna give you a really hard DC on that one. Alright, I'll punch him. <laughs> okay. Attack roll. This is what Varel told me to do. Oh, no, that doesn't... That's not gonna work. What's the roll? It was a two. <laughs> <laughs> so you approach Mirian and you go to swing at him, and he dodges out of the way. He steps back, and his guards around him form up in front of him, and and they put their spears up beside them, and he speaks through the... the he says, 
why are you going what kind of dishonor do you bring to yourself to hit a little lizard folk this is what Varel told us you respect him we respect when you face a challenge not when you kick a child you're a child I'm the size of a child I'm less than a child there's no honor here to gain from hitting me perhaps you'd like to fight my brother there are plenty of lizard folk here who would like to fight you and the two guards in front of sort of they growl a little bit at you these are my finger men they are accomplished hunters did you say fangar or finger fangar okay <laughs> that's good <laughs> it's better than Vorel, finger you, men you've expressed hesitation at the idea that there would be houses and tribes and statecraft in Resicvel but you have to think of family as like your body you have a right arm and you have your left arm if you did not have these arms you would have nothing to hit things with and a family is like that but on a larger scale in a world filled with enemies families make strength this is all very different than my tribal upbringings in the sands. It's possible the billies of the hills do things differently. The billies <laughs> of the hills? Aww. I love that. It's called the hillbilly. I love that, though. That's way better. The, hill, the billies but of the hill. What you need to survive in the kingdom is somewhat different. What you need to survive in the kingdom has made this different. We obey the wisdom of the Twelve. When the great first Great Fang, uh, what did I name him? Oh yeah, Razak the Bronze? Hang on one second. Uh, let's see. That's third place. What's that? Nothing. Thanks, Nash. <laughs> <laughs> the first, <clears throat> the first of our great fangs, Razak the Bronze, who created Razak Thal, did so in honor of the Council of the Twelve. Those who watch over us amongst the stars, Fuji, the father of fire, Razak, the Specter of Sands, uh, Rezar, excuse me, the Specter of Sands. And Emjek and Emjur. All of the dragon gods who watch over us in creation sanctify Razak Val, home for lizards. My understanding is you are from the wilds, and our ways may be alien to you, but we are your people, Vorel. I have met Fushi, and he oh. did not suggest this societal trapping. Fuji is a dragon. He does not live in the city like we do. But his wisdom 
is important. Tell me, do you have a shrine to this Fushi? We have a shrine to all of our gods. Over there, well, you can't see because you're inside, but on the other side of the canyon. Priestess Taipala is our speaker to Fuji. Wait, you have one person, you have a lizard person assigned to each god for communication? Each one of our twelve has an emissary here, a priest or priestess who communes with that particular being and brings us visions and tells us whether we have their favor or not. Those dragon gods and priests and priestesses have their acolytes, but generally there is one among them chosen at all times. They pray and perform their rituals and sacrifices to the Council of Twelve in the tailway. It's a stone structure open to the stars. You should see it. It's quite astounding. Do we Spiritual see? Place. Do we see Orp looking? Is he looking at us as we're doing all of this? Is he still kind of turned to the side? He's looking at you guys and chewing his food, like kind of like. Okay, so just absentmindedly. All right. That's a great visual. I you see, Vorel, what we do might be considered here here in, in Rajakbal might be considered. Uh, politics and many hunters and fighters in our among our kind see no value in it and I see that you are among them however it takes quite a bit of skill to keep everyone from fighting to keep them focused on the great fangs tasks so there are those of us who do that a few of us I am one of them but I assure you I am a guide and it was not by any duplicitousness that my father faced Orp and lost. We are not deceitful here. We may plot against one another, but we are quite honest of it. If you would come with me, I could tell you of my designs for the future of Razak Val, and I would be interested for you to hear them. Very well. Good, good, very good. He turns to Orp and he says, uh, in common, Orp, your friends are coming with me to the caves of Fengar. We will be hosting a feast with all the clans of Razak Vows so that they may meet your new challenger from the wastes. Vorel, don't forget to come. You are invited, Orp, to the dinner. Okay, I'll come to the dinner. Well, now, Orp, don't eat too much. I don't want you to be full before we have dinner there. Okay. And then Mirian turns to you and says, Come, come. We will go to the caves. And as you follow him and his guards outside, uh, you see that you're back now in the large valley. And there's a large valley, tons of tents, huts, everywhere and he walks you down a path and he points out and he says over there there's the tailway and you see a large stone structure with columns looking somewhat broken and you see uh, priests upon it kneeling and praying from a distance 
And this here in the center is Razak Doa. And you can see that there's a structure in the middle that looks something like an arena. And uh, you continue along the path from where the caves are and make it to a new cave. And you see that there are these balconies overhanging these large spaces up on the second floor into the rock wall. And he says, just inside, you can see, you, make yourselves at home. And as you enter the cave, uh, you, you enter into a large cavernous uh, room. It's got rock, and there are lots of different skeletons of various game that have been hunted, sort of erected as decoration around the sides. There are sort of leather mats on the ground for you to sit on, and there's a stairwell in the back of the room leading up. And Mirian comes in and says... Uh, to his guard, he dismisses them with a hand gesture. And then an attendant comes up and he looks at the attendant and he says, Please bring us five horns of bloodberry. And the lizard folk that he commands bows and runs off. Please, friends, sit, sit down. I look at Varel just to make sure we're supposed to be sitting. All right, sit you... down. All right. Yeah, just imitating whatever Varel does at this point. So, um, very soon, the feast will begin, and our guests will begin arriving. You maybe have an hour or so, so you can lounge here and wait. Or, um... Uh-oh. What? We lost our companion. Oh, we did. There are tech I think there's a cat attack happening <laughs> from judging what was happening. No worries, sorry. They're back. They're back. <laughs> All right. Um, please have a seat here, and, um, you know, it'll be about an hour or so before the feast begins and our guests start arriving. If there's anything you'd like to do, you're free to roam the city, or you can stay here and rest and relax. And then an attendant comes in with, um, looks like horns, but they're cups filled with a red liquid and you're each past one of them and he says uh, this is bloodberry it's a drink that we we have here in Razakval this is made of blood and fermented berry uh, it's an alcoholic beverage whoa whoa uh, whoa 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 it. Nash says whoa you've buried the lead blood and berry yes. B- blood of what whatever animal I don't know it's not specific we mix it all together in a single Well, hard pass there, Junior. Nash Magard of the Solar Mines doesn't drink blood. Very well. He looks to the attendant. Take it back. He does not want it. I'm going to retire for a little bit as I make preparations for the feast. So if there isn't anything else, you will be safe here. Uh, But you can go out and explore Razak Val on your own, should you wish. And then he turns around and walks off. And he looks back to you, Varel, and he says... It is a great honor to meet you, Vorel. Then he turns around and can walks off up the stairs into the back of the cave. Hope's drinking. It tastes like blood, and but it has the kick of alcohol in it. It is interesting. <laughs> it's not sugared or sweetened in any way, though. Well, Vorel... Very nice to meet your people. You certainly, uh... You certainly didn't give us much to expect there. 
I have never been so embarrassed. <laughs> I am filled with shame. I know that I was but a child when I was taken from my tribe. I had no idea that there were so many machinations, so many rules. This is a vile place. Well, do you I want us to burn uh, it? I do wish to burn it. I guess we do have a decision to make. You know, you don't have to go through with this. We can always just turn around and leave and be done with it. But uh, you do also have an opportunity to change things. If you take control, you can realign this to what it should be. How did it even get here? How does this evolve naturally? What state, what interactions did these people have that they betrayed everything that made things pure? Seems to me Simple. that one giant creature who can wield enough power to bring those who are in power to their knees and take advantage of their honor system. It's as simple as that. Warp is a, is a hard thing to deal with and your people don't have ways to deal with things unless it's by the book and by the book is slow and lame. He's stronger than everyone too and like you said, you value strength above all else. This is all very confusing. There was no need for any of this. It never had to go so far. What would you have us do? This sort of society cannot live alongside Tietkala. One that harvests mans from the open desert. There will come a time where they will besiege our own walls, looking to feed their master. There is also the matter of Mirian, who seems to have whispered his way into Orp's ear. And so it is not even Orp that rules. No, it seems like they get to just pretty much do whatever they want so long as they keep bringing him people to eat. So he supplies the people. Orp supplies the muscle. Somehow this little man has been named the muscle. But that is not important. The houses here have built a foundation of dishonor that I despise. I wish to run away and never return to this place, but I fear it will always haunt us. It would come back. Like I said, they'd have to expand. They can't, unless there's a city we don't know about full of humans. They'd expand further and further out until they reach Tietkala. Orp already is a regret. Everybody that has died at his hands is partially on us for letting him continue to run amok. If we ignore him now, we're just making the same mistakes over and over again. This is an opportunity to fix at least one. It pains me to agree with Stanley, but he's right. In some ways, this is our fault and only we can solve it. The problem is, Varel wants all of this to be handled honorably, and so do these people, but in the opposite direction. I say we handle it our way. If we need to get a little sneaky, 
we get a little sneaky. If we need to cheat a little, there's honor in that above what we have now. So we take some drugs and light it on fire? <laughs> we it, didn't do that to your city. That is not our custom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow Varel and where his heart points us, but I don't think we can do this in some honorable, structured way. Orp's, Orp is Orp. He's dumb as a rock and dangerous as hell. And that's a bad combination. There's no reasoning with him. And the only reasonable person here is the little twerp lizard. And frankly, I don't want to talk to him anymore. He's not in here, right? He's not listening to us? No. Okay. Well, Miriam the Morsel. the Morsel is not in the room with you. Wait, the morsel? I the thought morsel. it was the muscle. No, morsel. Because oh. he's so tiny. Okay, I'm down with it now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a muscle. name that others call him that he doesn't care much for. but. And then what there's the question of the other humans, wherever they are. We could try to save them, or we just cut our losses and go for orp. But the main thing is we've grown in strength. We don't come to orp with the same, I don't know, experiences and abilities and skills that we did the first time. We come to him with much more now. Is there a way we could weaken him before we fight him? Well, I can shrink him. Mm. Orp was nearly taken out by Thailander and we took out him. I mean, maybe Varel actually could beat him. All he's done is gotten fat on man's. He hasn't gained any new power or strength or ability he's still dumb as a rock if our fight with Diptak is a baseline and Orp destroyed him in a single slap we can expect that Orp would be beyond my natural means to defeat but before we proceed with any of this I must know that at least there is something worth preserving here and I will head to this shrine of Fushi and meet with the priestess there. You should bring her a drink. Yeah. Why is that? She can have mine. <laughs> and my blood wine. I'm not going to be drinking that. Don't drink it. I don't trust that but stuff. You'll be on the shitter all night. Bed. Nah, you'll be, you'll be up shitting all night, Hope. Uh, well... The queen. Feels good. Imagine the queen. That's not the kind of throne we <laughs> hey, intend you to be on. I don't on. get to do this in the kingdom. Drink strange drinks from strangers who also have ill will in our direction. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> You'll be on you the wrong. That's a fine point, Nash. <laughs> You're going to be on the wrong throne all night. And the gods will it. <laughs> She'll take another drink. <laughs> Go see the priestess for else. See if you can find some semblance of guidance on this. We'll have your back no matter what you decide to do. And if you fight Orp, we will be right there. We can assist in any way that we think we can get away with. And if things start to go really bad, then to hell with tradition. And Varel. Small Orp. Large Varel. Think about it. 
It'll take a lot out of me, but I'm willing to do it. Small orb is still relatively larger than all of us orbs. Yeah, but double double Varel versus small orb is much, much more a level playing field. I don't know if it's honorable like the lizards all like, but it works. Be a rather obvious lie. <laughs> I think there are some less obvious tactics we could implement that might be of assistance should it come to it, but seek your guidance first. Talk to the priestess, talk to your god, and we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, I'll stand up with my two drinks and head outside. Okay, and just as you go to head outside, in walks a large lizard folk, your height and stature, red and, and black flecked. And he looks at you, he says, Oh, we have guests! Are you Mirian's friends? For the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dip-tack, I love it. I am, I am Brahmi, Fenga. They call me the Tyrant Slayer. Welcome to our caves, the Fengar Caves. We thank what you for your... your hospitality. Of course. And he takes he has he has um, a polearm in one hand, and he has like a, a sort of a, a leather cap skull uh, helmet on top, and he takes the helmet off, and you, you sort of see like this fine like fin running from the back, and he waves his head around and he throws the, the helmet onto the ground, onto the side and he says, For what purpose are you here? I, I'm afraid I've not heard the news. What? Why are you Why are you in the cave? What business do you have here? Simplifying equations. And I'll head out. He turns around and looks at you and he says, and his, his head just cocks. You know, it's a lizard folk head, so it just kind of goes, <laughs> and he goes back up and back to you, three, and he says, "Where is my brother?" Oh, you're the brother. I am Miriam's brother, Bramy. Ah, I should have known it rhymed. There's an old tale we used to tell in the solar mines, and uh, there was a character named Jamie in a thing that I won't get into right now but I wondered there's a lot of similarities between you and your brother in this old tale I'm Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines I suppose that would be an interesting fact if I knew the tale however it is not <laughs> and then you hear from the back brother and then a second lizard folk descends from the stairs looking very much like the other lizard folk and Bramy approaches the lizard folk and they hug and then Bramie takes her by the shoulder and says, It is good to see you again, sister. I missed you. Oh, shit. And, and the other lizard folk goes, I'm glad you are finally back. You were gone on the hunt far too long. And then he says, A Friends of Mirian, or not, and not friend of Mirian. This is my sister and lover, Jersil. Very nice to meet you both. And Zursa looks at them and says, Yes, these are Mirian's friends. They will be joining us for dinner tonight. Uh, as well as the rest of the tribes and clans of Rezegval. 
and Bramie kind of groans and goes, oh, I should have come back one day later. Now I must endure, uh, uh, must endure the Zarks. <sighs> Very well. The Zarks? Wait, what are the Zarks? Oh, the Zarks. The Zark clan. They are northern lizards. <laughs> Are they, they beyond the falls? They are honor- <laughs> They are honorable lizard. They are honorable folk, but they can be tedious. And I've just come back from a hunt. I'd love nothing better than a good plowing with my sister, the mother of my children. At this the moment, she's drinking. She's draining that horn. Does Bramy look like Prince Charming from Lizard Shrek? He looks like a lizard folk, and uh, you probably shouldn't say this out loud. But aside from this, their scales, they all look the same to you. They don't wear clothes. Yeah, don't say anything. It's racist. You don't want to say all lizard people look the same. Well, I shall be seeing you at the dinner then. Think it 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 is not nice to meet this one who is not friends of Stanley, and I suppose it will be an honor to have you at dinner. And he turns around and walks up the stairs and Zersil sort of looks at you and her eyes cut and she turns around and follows Bramie. Uh the two finger siblings walk up the stairs. Remind me, what was their dad who died? What was his name again? Uh, the Great Fang Drink. Drink was his name? Drink. I don't know that I shared the name, but oh. his name was Drink. I just so wanted to see if it rhymed, rhymed with Tywin or not, so it's fine. Let's just check him. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. Just are are you saying the names I made up sound like the Lannister family? No, it just sounds familiar. There's something about it. No, yeah, Can't there's an odd familiarity to all of these. <laughs> That's completely unrelated okay. to Game of Thrones. Thank okay, you. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are now alone. So let's go. Uh, let's take a break. Oh, all and right. And we will return uh, with Vorel and his trip to the tailway. All right, cool. Uh, everybody go get a drink, take a pee, do whatever you got to do. We will be back in a moment with more There Will Be Dungeons. Don't go anywhere. Or do, but be back. Put that in here. Okay. I believe we're ready and back. Bo, take it away. All right. Pharrell, you exit the cave of Fingar into the open air of Rezegval. There you see tents and smoke begin to rise as fires begin to be lit for the evening. You see the tailway across the valley towards another side of rocks. So the way that the area is built in is that it's in a sunken valley with mountains sort of surrounding it. And on the mountain sides, there are paths that lead up to the sides of the mountains with doorways into various caves, not doorways, but cavern entrances to various dwellings in the cave wall. The tailway is not in a cave. It's exterior, but up against the wall to your left from where you're facing southward to the valley. You can see it from here but there is a lot of uh, encampment to pass through on your way there. All right, well, I'm holding my two... Not gourds. What are they? Drinking horns. They're horns. horns. They're drinking horns. <laughs> my drinking horns? I like gourds. Yeah. And I'm gourds heading across the valley through the folk. All right, so you begin making your way through tents, through nat- naturally formed paths that have been rent into the sand over you know the course of possibly a century or more of passage through these pathways 
And as you walk by, you see lizard folk in their tents, preparing their dinner, working at tanning leather, peeling bone and flesh from hunts gathered. And as you make your way south, you enter into an area that has what looks to be trading stalls. And you walk down this pathway, and a lizard folk who has strips of meat draped over a stone slab looks to you and says, Hey, you, you with the eye, would you care for some chicken, Lord? Chicken, Lord? <laughs> oh, chicken. Show your trade, and I will give you the best chicken, Lord, in all of Rezegval. Or my name is not Dunk. Oh, not Dunk. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> Dork and his chicken, Lord. All right. Love it. I'll keep walking. Why do you pretend that you did not hear what I say? I'll, I'll stop at that and turn around. Your advertisement did not seduce me. Ah. Uh, perhaps I was too uh, weak in in my attention getting. Did you find it very convincing that I was an aggressive hunter with wares to sell? Truly. I do not hunger for your wares. Very well, then. You may continue on your way. Waste my time no longer. Oh. Now keep walking. Okay, and you continue walking. And as you walk, about five or ten minutes now, you make your way down. You see... On the pathway, headed in your direction, uh, several um, acolytes dressed in tanned leathers sort of draped over their shoulders. Uh, they are carrying a box on f on two pieces of, attached to two pieces of wood. Looks like a traveling box. Traveling box? Uh, so they, like there's, it's like they're not pallbearers, but they're carrying these two wooden logs and upon the logs is a box. Oh, like a, um, like a, like you, yeah, like the, the, the trap, people are in it, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks oh, what, like, it's oh, like a carriage. Bear. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, called? I don't know what they're called, but there's, we were talking about the same thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. What a dude in 300 has, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. They do have them in Game of Thrones, too. Palanquin, right? Yeah. That's right. Pal palanquin? I did not know that. You see, yeah, that sounds right to me. They're carrying a palanquin before you. Cool. The first right. one says, step aside. Three-eyed well, one. And as you uh, step to the side, holding your horns of bloodberry, uh, you notice that there are dragons etched inside of this box, this palanquin. And as you peer inside, you see uh, there's a lizard folk, and it looks to you like it almost might be Taipala. Whoa. Hmm. All right, well, I wouldn't make a big show of it. There's a veil covering it. I'll just let it pass. And as you go to let it pass and continue on down the path, you notice a second one approaching down the path. And the first acolyte in the lead looks to you and says, Please, step aside. 
step aside. You step aside, and the second palaquin <laughs> procession walks past you. After that, the pathway is clear. Hmm. All right. Head up the path. All right. You head up the path, continuing the rest of your way through huts and tents, making an observation of the many different color of scales as various lizard folk prepare their, their meals and continue doing their work through, uh, through the late afternoon. Finally, you approach the tailway, a large stone structure, and there are about 50 stone steps leading up to a large platform to the top. The top right. it, you can see lizard folk uh, in prayer at the top on the platform. Make my way up. You ascend the stairs, climbing to the top. They are covered in sand, dusty, not kept clean. And as you make your way to the top, you see that there are several, uh, again, leather-clad lizard folk in prayer, sitting, kneeling, uh, facing the, what looks to be the direction of the sun, uh, all turned in that particular direction. None of them pay you any attention. Their eyes are closed, meditating. I'll stand up there with my two drinks and see if I can spy anything that looks remotely flamish. Uh, no flames burn here. There are several columns to the back leading to an area where the columns are in a circle. And upon the circle, there's a stone slab, dried blood covering it. You see a lizard folk there with some sort of a brush, probably made of bone scrubbing uh, blood from the stone. Uh, Alright, I'll, I'll walk his direction. Mm -hmm. As you approach the you walk through the great stone pillars into what appears to be some kind of ritual area, the lizard, the lizard folk who is bronze uh, continues scrubbing and pays you no mind. Tell me, Scrubber, what is it you clean? He slows, looks up at you, and says, I clean the blood of our most recent sacrifice. And what was sacrificed, and to whom? Hmm. It was a goat. Yeah. A modest sacrifice. It could have been better, but it is not for me to decide what is sacrificed. I am, as you say, the scrubber. Do they sacrifice citizens here? Man. It has not happened in a long time. Only one worthy of sacrifice can be sacrificed, and very few find themselves worthy of the Council of Twelve. Should they be sacrificed, it would be a great honor. Is there perhaps a master of lore or priestess I could speak to? The priestess and priests have retired for the day. We will take your appointment tomorrow. However, my understanding is priestess Taipala can be found at the cave of Fengar 
to attend a feast there. Ah. Thank you kindly, Scrubble. You are most welcome for my helpful information. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll head back to the cave. Alright, you turn around and start making your way back to the cave of Fengar. Meanwhile, or erstwhile, in the foyer room where you have been making plans without Varel, uh, you're sitting on these leather mats. These six are sort of, they're, they're fluffy and poofy, but they're covered in leather. So they're not the most comfortable things, but they're serviceable. Uh, in walks uh, several lizard folk. And these lizard folk are, it's two, sorry, two lizard folk are purple. They're purple scaled lizard folk. Very strange, very standout-ish. And they stand in the room and then face each other and begin conversating, and you cannot hear it. Do the three of you do anything? What do you think these things are stuffed with? I don't know. No idea. Surprisingly comfortable, I would say. Yeah, for leather. I wouldn't have expected this. Well, I mean, I guess when you have the tail, you gotta, gotta improvise a little bit. Still cushier than I would have thought the lizard folk would have been into. Yeah, you'd assume you have to sit on rock to be strong, and whoever sits on yeah. the toughest material has the strongest butt or something. Right. I sat on a rock made of uh, uh, sandstone. I wow. sat on a rock that was pointy. I sat know. on some ribs. <laughs> And as you as you mock the the cushions, <laughs> several, uh, three black lizard folk walk in. The first one um, looks very tall, taller than Varel even. Uh, very, very muscled. The second one looks older, has an eye patch that is bolted into one of the side of his head. It's like a piece of leather, but you can see the little bolts in there. And he's got a great beard beneath his jaw. And then there's a, another one, shorter in stature, but she actually has uh, two swords on a belt uh, equipped on her. And they walk in, and they look around. And they look at you, and one of them leans in, and, and you whisper something in Draconic. They say, oh, I uh, can't make out what it is. And then they look over at the purple lizard folk, and they kind of have this sort of reaction that's somewhat disapproving and then they walk to a corner and begin talking with themselves just as this happens uh, eight more uh, red and black lizard folk but the red and black is like tiger stripes and they walk in and they're making quite a bit of noise yes 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 the great Fengar cave Ugh. one day the cinderborn shall be rulers of Razak Val and our cave will be contain much more splendor than this cave. And look, it is even decorated with fleshlings. And they point to you, three. And the lead one, the largest of these tiger uh, lizard folk, come up to you and says, Are you sure this is the correct place for fleshlings? He's asking Are you sure us this is the correct place for non-fangas? <laughs> The Cinderborn were invited to this feast. 
As were the fleshlings. This is insulting. I take offense to feasting with fleshlings. Well, you're not much of a party either. If this were not a time of peace, I would strike you where you stand, just for your ugly face. The Cinderborn suffer no fleshlings. We are a glorious clan here in Razenfeld. Do not make the mistake of being glib with me. Omnom, Cinderborn. <laughs> Omnom? Yes, that is my name, Omnom. Well, when I, where I come from, that's a sound we make when we're eating heartily. Om nom, with your nom, tiny nom, mouths nom. and tiny teeth. Om nom that nom could, nom nom nom. That could not even tear apart a mosquito in two with how weak those teeth are. Mm. And his his companions, the other Cinderborn, laugh. <laughs> Om nom is not only strong but clever too. Oh, Come, let us let us not waste any more time with these fleshlings. And they move to another corner of the room, and it appears to your eyes now that guests are filing in, um, including uh, there's a green uh, four lizard folk who walk in, who talk to no one and say nothing, and move to sit to the side, and then eight uh, silver lizard folk, gray and silvery colored, walk in, and these guys look more like they're in a good mood as their heads move around all crazy, and then some of them laugh. <laughs> They move around and they just appear to be really goofy, <laughs> these silver ones. As all the different lizard folk file into the foyer room, a last one comes in. This one dressed in a white gown. It's very rare to see clothed lizard folk, but this lizard folk has white cloth on it, and there's two attendants behind this lizard folk. And as this lizard folk walks in, an attendant comes up and says, Priestess Taipala, please come with me. Arrangements have been made for you to wait in a different area. And she follows the attendants up the stairs out of the room. After that, Varel walks in with two horns of bloodberry, looking conti still continued with what appears to be a frustrated look upon his face. <laughs> the room is filled with guests, Varel, and you find your companions in the corner, sitting on the leather mats. I will go through the throng and join my companions. Hmm. How did your uh, meditations go for it? The goat was already used. Oh, I'm sorry? <laughs> it was not a good sacrifice, and it already oh. concluded by the time I had gotten there. And what about the individual you were looking for? I don't remember the name. The priestess Taipala, she was not there. I wasn't informed that she would be here now. Oh, she was. Uh, I think I heard that name. They said they were taking her to another room. Did our small friend not mention that I could go freely to see her? I thought he did. I, yes. I would think you could go. I don't really want to be left alone in the room with the rest of your kind, necessarily. They uh, are not the most hospitable group, but uh, you do what you have to do, Pharrell. 
seems we are getting to the bottom of the matter. How this all happened. Where things went wrong. And I would say first that it is a tribal gathering spot where all now live here. Which means all are constantly conniving for the Fang's ear. I imagine at a time this was once a great meeting spot of the various lizard folk as they gathered from the waste to decide great things before returning to their own cultures. But now we find it a place of betrayals and uh, faction conversations and perhaps even a little bit of misdealings as I was informed that I could talk to my priestess freely during the very time our host would have known that she'd be gone. And on the words the host, Mirian uh, descends from the stairs and he addresses the room. He's, <clears throat> uh, welcome, my good friends, all to tonight's feast. Thank you for setting aside your busy time to come and meet with us. Uh, it will begin soon, but I would like to announce to everyone that tonight's feast is in honor of Orp the Seeing's great guests. Over here, this is Vorel Rasvim Kurik, of no known clan here in Razagval. The Kurik clan is not one that we know, but this very day he has issued a scaling. And we, Vorel, would love to hear your tale of how you came to us. Let us rejoice and celebrate Vorel and his companions tonight. The feasting shall begin soon. And then Mirian uh, nods to the rest of the lizard folk and then makes his way over to the four of you. And he says, sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, dinner should be uh, should begin soon. I just wanted to, um, to tell you that uh, your seats will be directly in front of our table in the middle. A place of honor closest to the Fengar family. Very kind indeed. Excellent. Now, um, I realize that you are new to Razak Valvorel, and if uh, you had any questions about anything, uh, I wanted to make myself available to you before the dinner begins. How long have things been like this? Like what? Do you the mean... City. Well, uh, there have always been great clans who've decided the fate of the larger clans through their wisdom and the legacy of their families, if that is what you mean. I think I got my answer. Hmm. In terms of Orp, well, he's only been here for about a month, and it has been difficult to adjust to Orp, but we are making do. Did anyone have any other questions? Why are those darker lizards over there such a-holes? He turns around and looks and he goes, Ah, the Cinderborn. I'm not sure. The Cinderborn are quick to temper. They enjoy tormenting uh, weaker lizard folk. It is their way. Well, but if they press you, uh, I would recommend simply disregarding it. They are just rougher. However, if they dine to dishonor you, you're of course free to strike them down. Any lizard folk can attack another lizard folk within these 
all, so long as it is with honor. Your reputation is quite important, after all. But um, the Cinderborn are quite vicious in combat. So What defines honorable combat here? Honorable Weapons, combat hand -to -hand is... Magic. Honorable combat is simply facing something that is a challenge for you. There is no honor in squishing a bug. Something that is easily beaten. Of course, if something small is dangerous and you must kill it, there is no shame in, in doing so. Such as a mosquito that might bite you. You would not grant, gain any honor, but you would not lose any honor either. However, something that is quite beneath you in skill and ability, defeating that and bragging about it, comes with great shame. For example, if Forel here were to challenge me to combat, no one would look upon him with great favor. They would think, oh, he could beat something half his size and a quarter of his strength, and then brag about it. Why is it that you respect a king who did that to our own Diptak? Our king is impulsive, and of course his great fang, the will of the fang, is the law of the land. So if he dined to eliminate Diptak, then that was the law. How did these people react? I, I have heard rumors that they feel pretty strongly about dragons. Yes. How how would they how would they receive if a dragon were to walk in here today or fly in from above, how would they receive this dragon? They would think that the visit was with great honor. Or one of great terror should the dragon be here to issue a judgment. We of course seek the favor of our lords, the gods who roam freely among the stars. We worship their will and their strength, most of all. There is only one in all of Lizardkind who dine to profane against the gods and still lead us. And that was Grosjil, the god killer. It was a very long time ago. Grosjil defeated our first great fang, Rezak, the bronze. However, Grosjil himself was defeated not by the great tyrants of the Daemonvold, or even the gods themselves, but by a human. A human of great magical ability. A shameful end to a great lizard. But one of our most venerated of legends that we like to tell. Who was this human? He was a warlock of great power. And he tempted Grosjil with even more power but betrayed him and this warlock used his body to create magical aberrations for his own designs to do with who knows what that the rest of that story is lost to legends I'm sure it won't come up hmm I know a great many tales about a great many of our great fangs. We've, they are, as I say, venerated here. Those who ascend to ultimate leadership do so for great reasons, and they are fascinating lizards. And in Orp's case, well, maybe not so much. And then one of his lizard eyes sort of winks at you. <laughs> I 
Well, if that's everything, I think uh, we can get started on the feast. Probably. Uh, and he looks over to one of the attendants and beckons the attendant to come over here. He says, has our preparations in place? Can our guests ascend? And the lizard folk nods and says, yes, we are ready to receive your guests. Very well. And then Tyrion speaks up to the crowd. Uh, if you could just make your way up the stairs and then Sorry, Mirian makes his way up the stairs. <laughs> Mirian, you could just make your way up the stairs, um, and to the left, you will see the great hall where the feast will be had. And then he looks to an attendant and he says, You, you, go to the great Feng's hall and get Orp, tell him that it is time for the feast. And the attendant nods and runs off. So as all the lizard folk and yourselves walk up these great stairs, you notice that the walls are covered in, in flags and drapes and the, the creations of the house. And as you get to the top of the stairs are two <clears throat> lizard folk guard, red Fengar, pointing you to the left. And you make a left in the hall and make a slight turn. If you look at roll 20, you'll get a layout of the room. Mm. Uh, you make your way to the great feasting hall. And it's in the bottom left of the map. Make your way to the Great Feasting Hall. Oh, there's no dip tack there. He died. Um, and everyone begins taking their seats. Attendants point you where you need to be sitting. And the room is loud with conversation as the various clans, you hear them speaking to each other. And you sit down and take a seat where you're pointed towards taking a seat. And then Bramy and Jushil and their three children walk in and take their seats at the head. So basically, there's a head table facing one side of the room, and then all the other tables are perpendicular to it, and the various houses, you know, about 50 or 60 people in total attendance sit down at these tables. Now, the tables are made of stone, and the seats you sit on are also stone, and they're not well sanded, so they're all kind of rocky and uncomfortable uh, for non-lizard folk. <laughs> and everyone sits down on the seats. Now to the side, you see that this great feasting hall uh, carved into the side of the mountain is actually in open air and there's a balcony. And then you see Orp walk up and he sort of stands at the edge of the balcony and you see that that's where he'll be attending the dinner. He's just standing outside, <laughs> looking inside the balcony uh, where he's standing. There are two drummers on the balcony and outside of the balcony, you can also see all of Val from a higher vantage point. So you see the tents and the huts and the tailway and the arena in the middle of the valley and all the cave cavern holes that dot the sides of the, the, the mountain walls in the valley. And um, the drummers start drumming. Brum, boom, 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 boom. Brum, boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. And the drums begin playing. And you're seated and you guys kind of quietly look around awkwardly as a lot of the lizard folk are conversating with one another like yes I see you have grown a foot They're very good and things of that nature where uh, a lot of the members of the clans are uh, speaking to one another in a mostly positive context from what you can tell from Lizard Folk Mirian walks in and takes his seat at the table and looks around and everyone's speaking is there anything that you want to do? Pharrell where's Typola? Uh, you, Varel, you see her seated at the table uh, nearest the door. I can point her out to you right there. Cool. I'll 
look behind me and give a little head direction nod for Hope. Why don't you go talk to her? This whole place is seeped in politics. I'm sure walking over to anyone and talking to them would mean some great affront to some other house. Friends, I am overwhelmed. I am shut down. I apologize for ever boasting that this would be a simple place of strength and strong folk. I think our hosts are the most devious political opponents we have ever faced, and I pine for the Guzzle Gang and their useless vampire half-breed of a crime lord. I mean, maybe she's not part of this? Because she was near Diptak when you first met him. And that seemed to be a bit more of your culture. Perhaps it was a pilgrimage I met her on. A time when things could be simple. Perhaps Diptak was to guard her caravan at one time as he was betrothed to her. But now you're betrothed to her, aren't you? That was the story. Then go claim your right. I would not sire children in this disgusting place. No, just go talk to it. For real. This may be the only chance you have. <laughs> we didn't mean go over and hump her. We meant just go talk to her. <laughs> what would I say? Nice tale. You want to go out? Not how to court her. What oh. do I need to say to her? Mm. That can be said in this room full of ears. And I mean, eyes. you're you're looking for some sense, some tie to this culture you believed existed, and you said yourself that uh, you felt she was much like this before. Maybe she can give you some semblance of hope of what your people can be. I am searching the. I am searching for that in the entire room, not just in her. While it would please me greatly to hear that she does not desire this confusing culture to continue, everyone here has a right to their own life, though I do wish to end them. Just ask her. Uh, say something along the lines of this isn't what you were expecting and maybe she fills in the rest just in the middle of the room here maybe she feels like you do maybe she knows that this is a, a pale version of what could have been or was I mean you did say these were your people and these were your people's ways maybe it still beats within their hearts and they simply have forgotten. I say you do what you believe your people should be. Stand up, state your intentions, and who cares who hears you? Be strong! 
My intentions lead me only one place, my friends. Through the pews, straight into Orp's eye, to defeat my enemy. But that'd be dishonorable. That would be against the rules. That would mean me who is short is not allowed to rule by whispering in the ears of a great fat man. This is all stupid. I call it stupid. What if you what if you arrived at the feet of Orp astride a large dragon? Maybe maybe this would intimidate the people and your foe. And then what, Nash? You remain a dragon here for all times? These people are looking to sew us in, lock us, so they may dote upon their fang. I would not be able to protect this world and my friends if I were to stay here and be supped nightly. Every plan I have involves deception. I am probably not the best person to make plans for you. I've got it. Pharrell, introduce us to her. We, we've technically never met. And I'm sure all of us would love to meet the priestess. Right? Sure. Why not? Is our uh, host anywhere nearby? Your post. Post. Yes, uh, Mirian is sitting at the table uh, with his family. They're looking a little more quiet. Bramie and Jershel seem to be speaking to one another. Uh, Mirian just appears to be sitting and moving a bit, as lizard folk do, but waiting patiently. There's a din of conversation in the room uh, as everyone appears to be speaking jovially uh, to one another. The atmosphere generally tends to be amicable at the moment. And the dark ones are here too. The, the... Uh, so you're seated at the table with the uh, the black lizard folk. Okay. Um, the black scaled lizard folk, and the, and the one general. Uh, sorry, you haven't been introduced yet. Uh, you will. You might see some names on the map. Um, the one next, sitting next to you, Hope, is the one with the eye patch and the big oh, beard. Cool. And as you guys conversate, he actually looks over and leans to look past Hope to Varel, whom you're sitting next to, and says, You are Varel. I, I see you have three eyes. And he points to your chest. He said, Do you perhaps have one to spare for a lizard who has lost one? And then he sort of gives out a little, Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I will join in the forced laughter. I am told you it isn't forced from his part, just that he laughs like a lizard folk and it's strange. I didn't I didn't mean it to sound like forced anyways. <laughs> I I might have seemed that way, so he seemed to genuinely it's like an older man laughing at his own dad jokes, basically, is the impression you get. I have heard great things, great tales of Varel. And what tales reached your mighty hall here? That you burned a city. A human city. True. That you defeated a great evil in the land. True. That you bested Tiptak of the Golden Sands. While he is a Billy of the Hill, he is a formidable lizard. 
known to have honor. Also true. My hope is that he ascends peacefully to the seat of stars in his rightful place amongst the Council of Twelve. What do you make of our great Fang, Vorel? He's an old friend. I will be sad to see him go. All great Fangs one day meet one that they cannot best. No great Fang has ever lived forever to rule forever. If a scaling does not get them, age surely does. I should know I'm almost there myself. This is my daughter. And he points to the, the lizard folk uh, sitting next to her. This is my daughter, uh, Zemesh, the Reddy. She is a formidable fighter and leader of one of our military uh, regiments. Someday, she will defeat me and take her place as elder of our family. But she has not yet worked up the nerve to beat an old lizard such as myself. So the days are long as I wait uh, for my daughter to replace me. But one day she will. And then she looks over and says, it is difficult to face one's father to claim your own house for scaling when one has become so weak from old age. Is there honor in it? I do not see it. I still have great affection for my father. What do you think, Vorel? Should I kill my father? I've spent too much time among the humans. And my answer may not satisfy you. Hmm. And then finally the other black lizard folk is sitting across. Vorel, I am Scrote, the Fist of the Sun. <laughs> I am the younger brother to... Sorry. I gotta remember everyone's names. They're hard uh, to my to this man here. You see, with one eye, General Toxar, the bearded. Gen Toxar is a great lizard, and it hurts all of us in Mechatech Clan to even consider harming him. We feel differently than many other lizard folk that those who have earned respect through fighting great wars do not deserve to be killed by their children until it is time. However, our way is not the way of many lizard folk here in Razak Val. In common, there is a saying, or at least a word, wisdom. Your father possesses great wisdom you could draw from in the coming battles. Though you may lead the armies with your youth. One cannot be elder of a clan or the Great Fang without besting that person, that lizard, who stands in its place. The scaling has been our way. 
We as understand. Say, oh, go ahead. As I say, I've spent too much time among the humans. It is true. They do things strangely there. I have heard there is one village, far to the south, where they choose their leaders by writing names on pieces of paper. <laughs> what kind of bizarre ritual is this? Paper, says Nash. Paper, you're talking about paper. You ever seen paper? Paper. Paper. I have not seen paper. Just look at it. Smell it. Smell it. Can you show me this paper, says Scrote of the Fist of the Sun. I reach into my pocket and pull out a ratty piece of paper and say, this is paper. He grabs the paper and it crinkles and he goes, this paper is weak. It doesn't need to be strong. What is paper for? Paper. Can you say paper? Now paper. That, now that's sounding weird too. Never mind. It's The point is, it comes from great trees. Uh, the ancients used to create, or used to do this all the time. We had they had stacks of it. They were overflowing with the stuff. And these, these days, these are made from trees. Yes, the pulp of trees. You would. We have seen trees in the Demonvold. Wait, live trees, living trees. All manner of fauna grows there. Oh my lord! Do you know of the Demonvold? No. It is a place where the lizards of as Brezak Val find their honor. Great tears open there, and the tivers within come forth, including these trees. Are these li- <laughs> the, Oh, not this kind of... I did not, not know that, that you could make pepper. Not that kind of tree, Scrote. Scrote, not that kind of tree, buddy. I'm talking about the kind that used to grow in the ground and flourish, and then we would cut them down and pulp them. Yes, and- great brown flecked things with despicable-looking leaves upon their tiny hands. Yeah. Yes. I guess so. Sort of. There were all manner of strange things in the Daemonvold. I know of these trees. And these trees attack you? Most of Mechatak clan spends time training our armies to fight great invasions that happen in the Daemonvold. I do not hunt there. The best lizard to speak with about what is in the Daemon Fold is Brahmi, the Tyrant Slayer. He is the eldest of the Fengar clan, but he has refused to fight his father. He has refused to ever become Great Fang because he prefers the hunt. The hunt is all that matters to him, much to the frustration of his sister Zersil and his younger brother, the Morsel. Well, he has made it known that he is using Orp to rule by proxy through the great man. This is known. This is known. Vorel, you may find our culture difficult to understand as one who comes from Golden Lands. You are a Billy of the Hill. <laughs> but while we may make... There may be uh, things that are similar to humans here in Razakvel, such as statecraft which traditional lizard folk look down upon. Lizard folk are not deceitful. Their intentions are usually known in order to preserve their honor. Then how do I best make my intentions known? And what are your intentions, Vorel? Far beyond that of Razak Val, 
there is a great enemy and they're coming they want all souls to bend to them who is this enemy the principal the the Mikatag folk look to one another it is a name we have heard before but it is nonsense to us what manner of beast is this the principal the principal is a slaver of the steel god slaver yes. what is this slaver he does not respect the willing rights of just work those that he captures and conquers work without glory, without pay, without their own free will in his mighty minds. He looks and says, What is this free will? The desire to follow one's tradition, to follow one's heart. You mean he forces people into dishonor? Yes. And what business is it of ours that these, the principals, do this to their own kind? This is not lizard folk matter. Is it not beneath us? He hungers for strong backs. And his eye now looks west of his empire. He's hungry for more. Then an invasion is coming. Yes. And an invasion not of the Daemon Vold. You bring an omen from where? Where do these, the principles, come from? Beyond the dead fingers. The, the eyes sort of go up. It's a, the mountain ranges to the east. The very same. They are invaders from the east. What are they, the principles? Are they beast? Are they man? They are man and machine. They look at each other. The lizard folk, the way they express their distress is to, like, their heads move around and... Machines! Come to invade us! Tools given life. Yes, I know these machines... Abominations, to be sure. To be sure. And so you come here to Razak Val to warn us of this and to lead us into great glory against the machines and the principles? Originally, yes. But seeing your city your empire has made me question whether or not these warriors here would be willing to put down their politics and fight for what's right. All lizard wish to serve the Council of Twelve in great glory to earn favor with them defeating our enemies does this. I know of no lizard folk who would not support this. What troubles you about what you see here? Look, up, look out 
among the encampment in the valley below. Every lizard folk here hunts their own food, trades their own wares that they procure themselves. They serve the Council of Twelve. They earn their place through might. Many of them hunt in the Daemonvold or in the Golden Lands. Do not confuse the matters of straightcraft with the majority who are warriors. But there are realities to managing 478 clans. They do not always get along, and they need those to keep them directed. It goes against your grain. I understand it. The mech attacks have never sought the throne or the Great Fang. However, we have to participate in its politics in order to have agency and get what we want for our armies. But I am with you, Vorel. There is nothing greater than feeling the flesh of your enemy pulling the thing that keeps them alive from their chest in order to end it. It is the only feeling worth feeling. Then we understand each other. Perhaps we can talk again soon. And then as, as, as you end that conversation, Mirian stands up on his rock seat and takes uh, his horn and knocks uh, his fangs against it. Ding, 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 ding. And it echoes out. The drumming stops. Guests, thank you for attending the Fengar Feast tonight as we honor Varel Rasvim Kurik, who has issued a scaling to orp the seeing. And then he switches to common and says, Orp, you must understand that all before you expect you to accept the scaling issued by Varel, or sort of sits, he's been sitting there quiet because he's used to apparently you can tell he's used to not understanding what the lizard folk are saying to one another as he just does not speak draconic and he sits there and he looks but I don't want to fight my friend Vorel echoes out and then Mirian looks at him and says you must you will beat him easily there is no fear except the sadness of losing a friend and think of what all these lizard folk would think of you, Orp, if you did not do your duty as Great Fang. You must accept this challenge or suffer shame. Orp sort of looks and he goes, Okay, can I have food now? <clears throat> he returns to the rest of the, the lizard folk and he says, Our great Orp has accepted Vorel's scaling and there will be a combat in the Razak Dua tomorrow tomorrow morning when the sun rises but tonight we celebrate Vorel Rasvim Kurik and what we ask that he tell us his tale so that regardless of the fate tomorrow we can share it through our storytelling legacy Vorel please address the great clans 
of Razak Val and tell us who you are and why you are here. And then you hear pounding on the table as the men and women of the houses and clans of Razak Val endorse this request. I'll stand up and look about the room. I just read my whole body. Am Varel Rasphim Kurek, hero of the wastes, hill guard of Dust Hill, the Lone Lizard, victor of the Rusty Cage, Flame of the North, drinker of beans, destroyer of Thailander, <laughs> arsonist of the Sapphire, decapitator of Blunk Oliver, slayer of the Metal Man, promised mate of Taipala, and boon of Fushi. Drinker of beans is the best. I come to seek the clans, their strength, their numbers, their power, against a dire enemy. Beyond the dead fingers lies the principal and his chrome god that seeks to cover all in thick unnatural metals and turn us all to machines for his great deity. I hoped here to find honorable victory. Clans in touch with their nature. But instead, I have found only politics. Weakness whispered through a false Fang. And so, to be heard, I must defeat my friend, Orb. And I will do so. And I hope in that action we will find the errors of the ways here and strengthen for the coming storm. Give yourself an inspiration. Huzzah. That was very, that was very good. Yeah, really good. And the lizard folk, they all sort of, ah, 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 and they, they make this noise of approval that you recognize as approval, even though it sounds weird. And they bang the, the, their their horns on and their their claws on the tables in approval. And you hear a loud voice from the back, Nashi. What did Voril say in the friendship language? Uh. I don't know. You're not a friendship anymore. It's okay. You're my friend still, Nashi. <laughs> you hear the laugh? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to eat many men's together. I don't eat men, I'm a man. So Miriam, <laughs> Miriam stands back up and says, "Very eloquently put, a great speech to be sure. Now let us feast in honor of Varel and his great tale, and tomorrow the Council of Twelve will decide in the Rajak Dua who will be Great Fang. Bring on the appetizers, and then attendants begin to filter in." as Mirian sits back down and you see lots of these, um, you know, red lizard folk with, they're basically, it looks like um, ceramic plates 
they have some they have a ceramic bowl on top of them and they're each placed in front of everybody and this takes whole process takes a few minutes and and then after they're all placed you know uh Miriam says let us begin with the feast but first our guest of honor begin and you look at the the plate with the little bowl over top and um hope you notice yours yours moves a little bit Ew. the bowl just goes Meep. oh please let us please let the guests of honor have the first bite can i do an insight check on this creepy little lizard uh miriam <laughs> yeah okay what would you like to what are you looking to you know we've been told they're not duplicitous in any way shape or form but this uh this is extremely suspicious to stanley so i'm i want to see duplicity is what i'm looking for all right make a roll it's a uh hold on actually insight 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 it's a 12. if this were human or t oh are we still good, Scott? Yeah, my thing's being weird. You're good. If we were human, if these were human, or elves, or tieflings, or Toyota host, or Kuromukishi, even orcs, you might read think everything is suspicious, but your read on lizard folk is just, you can't tell. You definitely are, you definitely suspect foul doing, but at the same time, the lizards so far have been opaque about their intentions and what they do. You have not actually come across any deceit since entering Rezek Val. Okay. Um, Alright. There's no attendant nearby to do the unveiling, right? Let's assume no. we're doing our own unveiling? You're doing your own unveiling. And right, as, you, will... as you hesitate, you see yours move a little bit too. Alright, I pick up the top. I'll follow Initiative rolls! Mm. Oh! oh. What? Is it snake surprise? <laughs> yes, snake you reveal the top surprise. off and there's a snake. And it jumps up uh, out at you. That's what they called it in Temple of Doom. Alright, make your make your initiative rolls. I knew where Kyle was going with that. Snake surprise. Eight. <laughs> nine. Big fat eight and nine. Nash eight. Stanley nine. Thirteen. Thirteen for hope. Thirteen. 13 for Varel. So which among the two of you wants to go first? Go Varel. All right, I'll go first. All right, let me roll for the snakes. Okay. 11 for the snakes, guys. Um, All right, so uh, Varel, uh, you open it up and you see the snake lunge at you, but you have a time to use your turn and react. Cool. I will grapple the snake. Okay, make a grapple How big is the snake? Uh, It's uh, large, uh, maybe. I mean, Scott, what's an average large snake? Um, like 10 or 20 feet I mean I've got I have a ball python that's fully, to... it's about six and a half feet long is mine yeah, okay but probably... it's like that this isn't a monster one but yeah. it's very large uh it looks to you like an appetizer Varel. Uh, it fits under okay. the thing so about six feet long you know maybe thick this does not pose this does not look like it poses a challenge to you but it is jumping to attack you to bite you so you're going to grapple it what was your role for the grapple a, ooh, a natural 20. All right, you grapple it. Then I'll take a bite. All right, make a, make an attack roll for the bite. I will use my... My 
bonus action for the bite here, so I can squeeze it in. The hungry mm -hmm. jaws. You have two attacks, grappling being one of your attacks. Oh, okay. I also yeah. have hungry jaws as a bonus action. Sure, you can do whichever. You get three. I got a 16. Perfect. You bite it. Roll your damage dice. Oh, eight I points of damage. That's nine points of damage. <clears throat> yep, that kills it. And you bite it, and you can you eat it. Like how? Describe how you eat it, I suppose. I'll bite it right at the neck, and as its head sort of half detaches and pulls down, I'll just start kind of doing the, you know, like you do with a long gummy. You just start arr, arr, and working it in a little bit as you go. Get towards the end and start doing that T-Rex head thing as you <laughs> <laughs> the final bits in. Hope, uh, your snake is jumping out at you. Alright, I'm gonna try and use my metal arm to grab it. I guess it would be a grapple, right? To just yeah. grab it out you of there. You can use an attack action, and one of them can be a grapple. Alright. Jeez, oh, my strength. That's gonna be an 8 for the first one, but I can attack again. Okay, yeah, so you try to grab it, and it it, you don't really grab hold of it, and it sort of jumps onto your arm and starts uh, slithering up your arm. Okay, the next attack was a seven, so that's not going to do it. Uh, well, it's a contest, so I have to rule for it, so we'll oh, see. Oh, okay. Now, a snake has two strength uh, and a oh. minus four modifier, but I can use dexterity as a defense, and its dexterity is, it has 16. So so it's not, it's not outstronging you in the grapple. It's just you try to grapple it, and it jumps from you, and it jumps from you again, and this time now it's all tangled up in front of you. Uh, sort of in your arms as you try to grapple it twice and then Okay, so in that case, uh, since it's on the table in front of me, I'll it's take It's on your off. arm. It's on you now. Oh, oh, geez. Some of it's uh, on the table, some of it's on you as your missed grapples have sort of... Perfect. So I'll take out my fake horn and go to stab the back end that's on the table. Okay, make an attack roll, please. Uh, you're out of attacks. I, I have a bonus action. That you my can action use for surge. An oh, you're using an action surge. Mm -hmm. All right, that means you get... If you use attacks, you get two more attacks. Sick. You might not want to use it on a, on a snake, a CR, a one quarter CR snake. Uh, just throwing it out there. These, are These rolls are horrible, but uh, let's see if a 13 does it. Uh, the snake rolled a one this time, so you <laughs> grapple on finally to the snake. Just And actually, it's so hard. You don't have to roll damage dice at this point. When you grapple it with your metal arm, you just squeeze it in two and then just blood and guts sort of pour out on top of you, and you've made a mess of this kill. Uh, but you have indeed killed it. Awesome. And I'll look at Varel eating his and cautiously go to munch. Okay. Lick, I'll lick the blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, Nash and Stanley, you've rolled lower than the snake's initiative, so your snakes jump out uh, and bite at you. Uh, all right, well, my snake rolls a one, so uh, Stanley, the one that just jumps out at you, uh, doesn't actually succeed in leaping off the table, just sort of makes an action, and it snaps at you. Nash, the one facing you, is five plus five, ten to hit. I don't think that beats your AC, right? It does not, no. Uh, so snake, but the snake jumps out at you, and this one is able to get bite, and you sort of, as you, as you pick it up and sort of knock it away. Okay. Uh, and now it is Stanley's turn. Uh, I look down at my snake. This is dumb. I... <laughs> Phrasing? <laughs> I, I look down at my snake and I and I say, uh, I've been bitten by uh, 
stronger dinners than you, and I'm gonna vicious mockery my dinner. <laughs> Alright, what's the DC save for it? Uh, wisdom 16. It's little brain. Uh, well, I rolled a natural 20 on that one, so the insult oh, no! So you insult it, and the snake just is a completely unaffected by it. <laughs> Although, he will suffer disadvantage on his next roll still, right? The save a is for damage. A willful appetizer. Uh, no, I think, he, I think he's just fine. I think he just does not, I oh. think he just does not care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nash, your turn. All right. Unless you've got something else, Stanley. Okay. No, I. I mean, well, actually, I guess I do. <laughs> you gonna parlay? All right. Yeah, parlay. We'll send the we'll send the sword up and down into the snake. Just skewer it. All Make right, a snake roll. skewer. Attack roll, please. As soon as I couldn't melt the poor little snake's brain. I really didn't want to save, honestly. It would have been, I should have rule of cool it and just let you insult it to death. But I rolled a twenty. Uh, that's a sixteen plus seven. I think it. I think yeah. it hits. All right. So you say parlay, and the sword floats out, and everyone. You notice. You begin to notice that all the other lizard folk are also fighting their own snakes. Like everyone's killing their appetizers. So <laughs> you think you've gotten away without anyone noticing that the sword floated up and stabbed because it didn't have to float very far and stabbed the. <laughs> All right, I just call it back to my hand, and uh, now I have a snake on a steak, I guess. Yeah, snake on a steak. <laughs> uh, Nash, your turn. Your appetizer uh, has just attempted to bite you. All right, I am going to pull from my pocket pretty readily the tiefling tailbone that I've had for many episodes. Yeah. And I'm going to... <laughs> Hope's pissed right now. <laughs> I'm gonna... Well, I saw your head shake. Uh, Hope's just in disbelief that Nash still has this Every time he pulls that out, I look at Kristen, and Kristen's like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pulling out one of her one of her good people's bones. Anyway, I pull that thing out, and I slam it. I want to slam it into the gut of this thing and okay. run it all the way up to its neck. All right, attack roll. All right, it is a... 18. All right, you do that. You slam it into the snake and run it all the way up to its neck, killing it. Yep. And now you have a flayed snake in the on the ceramic plate in front of you. Now mine's the final one, which means this would end combat, right? That's right. Combat is over. Then I am going to then take that head, I'm going to pinch it off, and I'm going to suck the entire contents out of the head of that snake into my mouth through its neck hole. Going, all right. Like a, like, a, do like a crawfish, just... As, as you do that, General Toxar looks at you having just crushed the snake. So he, he took a piece of the snake and stripped it up, and he's running his teeth inside uh, the snake. He looks at you, and he goes... <laughs> as you do that, he says his, his happy face as he looks over at you, approvingly of your, your snake, snake sucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so combat is over. Your appetizers are defeated. Okay. <laughs> Thank the Lord. And uh, the whole room opens them up, and everyone, they're with great zeal. All the lizard folk kill their appetizers and in various ways are stripping them and eating them viciously. And the drums begin back up. Boom, 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 boom. I just okay. hear Orp go. <laughs> the Terminators here. <laughs> <laughs> you hear, you hear uh, uh, from the back uh, Orp go. I don't like snakes. Bring on the mans! And then with that, Miriam looks at him and says, Yes, yes, the next the next um, feast is coming up soon. But we'll get you your mans now. And 
An attendant walks in wheelbarrow full of what look appear to be unconscious humans. And the wheelbarrow gets wheeled up to the edge of the balcony and put there. It's kind of like a box of these junior mints, but mans. Junior mans. <laughs> junior mans. And he's like, oh, delicious mans. And he begins picking the mans from the wheelbarrow and they go, um, 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 as they fall in. And as that gets wheeled in, the main course gets wheeled in, and you see, well, not wheeled in, but carried in on a big stick. And you know how you put a, you can get a stuck pig, right, that you roast? Well, yeah. this, a fire is lit right um, at the other end of the tables you'll see on the map towards the back. And this unusual beast that you've never seen before is brought in. It's black feathered, although it's been defeathered. It has chicken legs in the body of a chicken, but about the size of a horse. And at the top of where you would expect a chicken head to be, you see kind of like this round hole. And then there are these two long, like, alien xenomorph-type arms that are stuck out at the front, right next to where the hole is. So there's the hole, and there's these long xenomorph arms. And then in the back, you see that there are two tendrils. And at the tip of the tendrils on the butt, there are these eyeballs. But, of course, the thing appears dead, so it's unmoving. It's sort of strapped to the thing. And that gets brought out and put on the spit. And then a lizard folk begins carving as it's heated under the fire a little bit. A lizard folk goes in. Everyone, tonight uh, we will be serving uh, fresh chicken lord from the Damon Vold. And the knife goes in, he, and the lizard folk attendant cuts it in. And then he takes a bag of rocks, these little crushed up rocks, and he starts sprinkling, sprinkling it all over the chicken lord, like salting something and seasoning it and then eventually they cut pieces of the rock in rocked seat well we should say seasoned chicken lord into slices then they're put onto these ceramic plates and the plates are passed around and after a few moments you're delivered um this large mountain of chicken lord meat with rocks sprinkled on it not live chicken lord whatever chicken lord is it's the chicken lord is dead. Okay. Like a demon lord version of a chicken. Yeah, can I you describe imagine. the chicken lord? What does it just look like chicken? So it has the body of a chicken, but yeah. it has these two long xenomorph like hands coming out of its head. And what looks like sort of an anus hole where the head is. Okay. And then at the back there are these two long tendrils with eyeballs in it. So its eyes are in its butt and its hands are in its head, as well as this hole. I like that you said anus hole as if anus wasn't enough. <laughs> Sorry. But it looks like that. It's, you know, it's a puckering looking thing. Sure. All right. Uh, but now it's all carved up. But it's cooked, right? Like it's, uh, yeah, I'd eat this. It's mostly raw. Mostly raw. Oh, mostly raw. It's flame licked on the, on the outside, but it's mostly raw. But seared, maybe. All right. Yeah, seared is a good word for it. Okay. I'll eat it. Lizard folk don't really cook their food. Hope we'll clear off the rocks and start trying the cooked parts. It's quite delicious. Did everyone survive the the um, first course there? The the appetizers. <laughs> yeah, no one died to the first course. Okay. I mean, I would assume it's like since it's a feat of strength, it would be there would always be somebody who bites it. I mean, even Mirian was able to kill his snake. Okay. Yeah. 
soon as the room begins to eat, it settles back into the din of conversation. Um, you begin eating this chicken lord. Who's eating the chicken lord? I'll eat I it. Am. I am. Yeah, I'd eat a little bit of it. I need everyone to make a constitution save. Please. Ah, shit. Aww. Really? Yeah. Fourteen. Uh, Nine. I don't need I don't need Varel to make it. Sorry. Okay. But did you? You only got twenty. Fourteen. Not natural. Okay. Nine. Okay. Um. You as you get through to about half the plate, Stanley, you have an upset stomach. All, All right. right, we're we'll stop there then. Okay. I've I've learned my lesson. <laughs> You've had enough chicken, Lord, for one night. All right. Um, now, uh, let's see. <laughs> I gotta draw a chicken lord. Alright, sorry, go ahead. I knew you'd like the chicken lord. Yeah. As you were eating, um, uh, Bami, uh, the tyrant's killer, uh, stands up and says, The elders of my clans and all of the invited guests, please excuse me, sorry, I was using Miriam's voice, but I should be speaking like Bami. <laughs> I must excuse myself to my chambers. I am not feeling well. And he sort of gives a nod to everyone in the room and then walks off. And then Toxar, the bearded, leans over to, to look at you, Varel, and says, His father, it was him that Bami should have been, should have killed in the scaling so that Bami could become the great fang of Rezek Val. But Bami refuses. He refuses to be Great Fang, period. He has no interest in the title. I simply thought you should know that he is considered a favorite among many lizard folk for his ability to hunt in the Daemon Vold. Is that common among his clan? No. Well, his father was a great hunter, but he is, was even greater. He slew a tyrant. A great lizard on two legs and two short arms. That's why they call him the Tyrant Killer. <laughs> and then General Toxar gets back to his uh, chicken lord. <laughs> uh, I need everyone but Scott to remove his headphones, please. Everyone but me? Yes, please. Ooh. Oh, boy. All right. As you look out amongst these alien lizard folk and see them eating, you begin to feel a strange tugging in your stomach. Okay. You can't tell if your stomach's become upset at the food or if your digestive system is being strange or that there's some other reason that's pulling you, but you feel you must go to the washroom. Okay. All right. Do I know where to put their headphones back on? Okay. You just do what you will with that information. Uh, Stanley Hoverell, I need to. I need to uh, go see a man about a horse. I'll be back. What does that mean? Well, in the solar mines, we had this old saying. Mm-hmm. It was, "I got to see a man about a horse," and sometimes it's, "I have a meeting with the governor." But either way, it meant. I needed to use the facilities, the bathroom, the toilet. Oh. Huh. Oh. 
Nature calls. That's another way we'd Horses say. Horses are domesticated. <laughs> yes, they are. It was more of a diversion, Varela. It was never meant to be literal. It was like saying, let's say if you wanted to escape with a lizard girlfriend, you would say, uh, I need to I need to go get the old car waxed. <laughs> but really what you were saying was, well, I don't have to explain. Besides, I really have to go. I'll be back. I got to use it. And I'll get up and look around for where that might be. You have no idea where the bathroom is. But this place has a balcony and one exit, so. Well, don't tempt me. All right, so I'm going to say to the guy, ne- the one, of the, the lizard closest, or one of the closest lizards, I will say, "Excuse me, can you tell me where your, uh, where your, uh, you know, facilities might be? An outhouse, it's, uh, bathroom. the one closest to you is the <laughs> Elder Omnom Cinder. Uh, what was his last name? Cinderborn. Cinderborn Omnom. Yeah. Yeah. So you turn to Elder Omnom Cinderborn and, and ask this question, and he goes, "The fleshling wants to know where he can." Uh, what would be a good lizard way to put this? Where he can evacuate himself. <laughs> Do I look like a servant to you, you fleshling man? You don't have to help me. You just have to tell me maybe where it is. Common courtesy. It is, it is not my job to provide direction to the clueless. Ask an attendant. Uh, all right. More like jerk born. And then I walk away. And then I look for <laughs> whatever an attendant is. Do I know what that is here? Uh, there's some mar- attendants, Mark. You see them. You know, they're serving food, collecting plates. They're lizard folk okay. that are standing and doing. So you approach. Uh, you can even move your little character here. You approach one of the attendants. Okay. He stops and looks at you. All right. I'll say to them, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother, but I'm looking for the facilities. Your apology is accepted. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. So, where can you point me in the right direction? To facilities. Yeah. Yes. Which facilities do you require? I need to coil a grumpy. <laughs> when you say coil, is this a form of attack? And who is grumpy? I need to poo. I need to take oh, a you, take a poo. You must evacuate your yes. feces. Yes. Yes. Go to the poo catchers. <laughs> The poo what? <laughs> Sir, you can you may make your way to the poo catchers the down po- this hall. The poo catchers. <laughs> oh no! Down this hall, you will. There will be a junction where the stairs come up. Move along, and you will find the holes. All right, thank thank you. I'll <laughs> okay. in that direction. All right. So if you look at the map here, I'm just going to move your dude down the hall. Please do. And as you make your way to where the top of the stairs were, you see there are two guards. They look at you and grunt as you walk. Uh, you make your way across the hall to this room where you see three holes in the ground. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> okay. Um, I will just choose this middle one here. All right. And as you approach the middle hole and look down... You see there's a lizard folk with a ceramic uh, bucket standing, and he was sort of sitting down, and then as he sees that someone's approaching, he gets up and he holds the bucket up. Um, I mutter, holy shit. <laughs> and then I resign myself to whatever, man. These are their customs, not mine. Don't care. Turn around. Let her rip. All right, so as you go down to let it rip, you hear... 
a weird sound of something heavy hitting the sand below you. Okay. And a and a body like hitting the ground. Where from? Where? I need uh, I need everyone to be headphones off again. Everyone but me. Yeah. Okay. It's the weirdest place I've ever found myself in. All right. So do you still take your shit hearing the sound? Um. I mean, where is the sound? <laughs> Can I tell where the sound it's is? Below in the hole below you. It's in the hole below me, like right below me. Yeah, but you, like you look down, you saw them. You're like, fine, let me take my shit. All right, and then, then I back up shit, and I hear. But the then you hear the sound just as it's coming out. I'm gonna jump up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna pitch that turtle head off and look down again. See what's going on. <laughs> oh, you're gonna. So you're not gonna shit, or you do shit? No, I'm gonna hold it. I want to see what the hell that sound okay. was. Okay, so you hold it and then look back down. I need you to make a um, Constitution save to see if you're able to hold it. Okay, because you're mid shit. Sometimes sometimes it doesn't work. Constitution save, buddy. A nat twenty. Well, plus three, right. so twenty three. <laughs> that 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 prairie dog goes right back in his hole. All right. And as you, you put pull your cloak back over yourself and look down, you see uh, the lizard folk lying on the ground with the bucket on the ground, and then there is a hooded man in a big cloak, white with gold flecks, standing above him. And he goes, "Wait! Don't shit!" Okay. I go, name, give me your name. Now, I'm going to tell you my name, but you're not going to trust it. But I just need you to trust it, okay? You have four seconds to tell me your name. And he, he pulls back his hood, and you see a little bit of brown hair. Yeah. And you see a red eye, and you see your face, but without all the scars in it. And it looks back at you with his white and gold cloak, and he says, I'm Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines. Ah! I'm from the future. Ah! I say. And I back up, and I no longer have to poo. And as you back up, he floats up the toilet hole. <laughs> now look, I know it's going to seem strange. But you've got to trust me. And that's the end of this week's episode. Oh, my God. Everyone come back. <laughs> I can't tell them what I know, can I? No, we can't tell you, and that's where we're ending this oh week's show. Oh, my All God. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Was it, did Zahn show end up showing up? <laughs> oh, you guys are going to die. All right. Scott's going to have to keep that secret for seven days now. I am. You you probably will eventually find out like within the next episode or two, but in oh. order for this to work, right? It just needs to be Scott that knows for now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Us and but it's not it's not it's not a betrayal secret like he's going to come back and, you know, murder everyone because it's some big secret thing. It just it'll be better for the game if you guys don't. Know. Okay. So summary-wise, don't listen just let that <laughs> go. Don't oh, right. Yeah, just don't answer that. Week. Says uh, okay. you can just basically, you know, Nash luck snuck off and disappeared i mean if you do okay. find out it's not the end of the world but it will make you will feel more like rewarded <laughs> you'll because sometimes when we share secret information then you have to be like my character wouldn't know that sometimes it's harder than other times and i think in this case it would be more rewarding for you to just not know it and act on only the information you know if that makes okay. sense yeah yeah okay okay but ultimately not the end of the world if you find out <laughs> no it's not probably but our but... listeners probably loved that one yeah that was pretty good all right
Uh, there you go, That's everybody. This week, folks. Welcome Woo! to Lizard Talk Society. I'm sorry it's so disappointing. It's for... it's uh it's. Hey, I'm here. having a heck of a time. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Well, yeah, I we're was. getting to really rub this one in Varel's face. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, phrasing <laughs> after episode after episode of how his culture's different, so much and, better than the uh, humans. Yeah. We don't have the these problems here, lizard folk. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This is all true. All right. So next week you'll find out. What happens next here on There Will Be Dungeons? Uh, a reminder, we need your support to make this show, so head on over to therewillbedungeons.com and use the support link and help us out. There's a really low-level one there where you can just toss a little change our way, and it's enough to help us out, but, you know, it's not too hard on your on your bank book. But if you're like, man, I want the custom art. I want some of those other cool things. I want the digital rewards. I want all that stuff. I want Bo's uh, cool box of DM stuff for the month. Well... You can get all that in other ways as well. You just got to check it out and read it and see what you like. That's it. There will be dungeons.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, for Kristen, and for Kyle. We'll see you next time. Why isn't this working? We'll see you. No, wait. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Scrote, not that kind of tree, buddy.